0: Welcome to the Destiny Church and Throne Podcast, where we hope to inspire, stir, and provoke you to know Jesus and make Him known in your daily life. Enjoy! Perfect! So what I want to teach on, I know the post said, like, set your sights, but like, kind of even deeper into that is the, having the mindset of Christ, like, in every moment of your day. So what I'm going to be teaching is the depths and the consistency of which Jesus is calling us to think about him. Um, how it shouldn't just be a forced decision, but an instinctual habit. So... Yeah. Um, I can't see y'all's faces because of these bright lights in my eyeballs. Mm. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Um, so one of my favorite scriptures is Colossians three two, and it's think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. Um, and that word think there is phroneo, and it's to have understanding, um, to think, direct the mind, seek, observe, or care for. Um, the idea of this word is actually difficult to translate into an to English uh, language because it combines a visceral and cognitive aspect of thinking. Um, And I feel like everyone knows what the word cognitive is. Cognitive is like your awareness of what you're thinking. It's um, your conscious thoughts, like um, what you know you're thinking about in the moment. Like I know that I'm thinking about pizza right now or something. Like, I know I'm thinking about what I need to eat for dinner. Like, I know I'm thinking about I need to find my keys. Like, you know what you're thinking about. So there's, there's two aspects of thinking that this scripture is telling us to think about. And the other one is visceral. And it's um, related to deep inward feelings rather than to the intellect. Visceral is your subconscious. So in this scripture, think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth the Lord is telling us to not only consciously think about him, but subconsciously think about him. And we can't control our subconscious. That comes out of like habit and constantly thinking of different things and forming patterns in your mind. Um, it's n- Visceral is not something you have to choose to think about. It's something that happens instinctually. It's a formed habit. Um, like Like, you don't have to think about taking one step in front of the other when you're walking. You're not like, this is foot, now this foot, now this foot. Like, you have developed a habit in your mind to walk without even second thoughts. That is your subconscious. Um, Habits form when behaviors become automatic and are executed um, with minimal conscious awareness. And that's because the behavioral patterns we repeat are most often engraved into the connections in our brain, the neural pathways, but I won't get into the science of it. But it's like engraved in our mind. Like we're not just going to wake up one day and forget how to walk. We're not going to wake up one day and forget how to tie our shoe. Like they are engraved in our mind. Um, So when it says think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth, he is telling us for our thoughts to literally be engraved into our minds scientists today estimate that 95% of our brain activity is unconscious, meaning that the majority of the decisions we make, our actions, our emotions, and behavior is subconscious. Uh, Your subconscious is what what tells your heart to beat, the habits that you have, and your fight-or-flight response. And that's like, when I saw that, it was like your fight-or-flight response. I thought that was really cool because... That's a response, and like we're always supposed to respond to the Lord, and it's like our that response is coming out of our subconscious. Um, your fight or flight is the automatic reaction to something that is stressful or frightening. Um, so stored in your subconscious is your response to stressful or frightening situations. Now, whether you act on that response, like what like if you get heartbreaking news or something, and your immediate response is fear, worry, um, panic, like whether you have that response for 10 seconds, a minute, a day, or whatever it may be, um, you still responded that way initially. Initially, And um, so God is telling us in this scripture to consciously and subconsciously think about the realities of heaven, so much so that it infiltrates our subconscious thoughts that our pathways are engraved in such a way that our automatic response in all situations is to seek for and think about Jesus and the things of heaven. Is this making sense? Okay. Um, Matthew 6.33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Jesus said, seek heaven first, not second, not last, not after you've panicked about it, not after you've dwelled on on the anxiety about it for a day. Our initial response to every situation should not be worry and fear and panic. Um, Your initial response in every situation, whether in the valley, and the mountaintop, um, a sudden news or news we've already known about, is um, to think about heaven's reality in the situation. I got a lot ahead of myself and things I said, so I'll probably be repetitive, but it's okay. Um, Jesus is instructing us to subconsciously think about him. So the response that comes out of our subconscious lines up with how he wants us to respond first, not second. We should be in constant communication with the Lord by making it a habit um, to constantly turn and think about him. First Thessalonians 5.17 says, is never stop praying. And the Passion Translation says, make your life a prayer, which I just love. But anyways, it's never stop praying. Um, that word praying is prosistitho. I'm going to butcher all the Greek words, but it's okay. Um, and part of that word is pros. And that means that praying is advantage for, towards, with. And it suggests the cycle of initiation and response implied interaction. And that word never is unceasingly. Nothing left between without any n- unnecessary time gaps. So the Lord is saying to never stop the cycle of initiation and response with the Lord. You constantly, I- if our When something happens that is scary, whatever it may be, I'm sorry if I'm being so repetitive, Um, whatever it may be, I don't want to lose that time, that day that I could have spent fixated on him, fixated on fear or anxiety. Like, yes, like, we can always fix our gaze, but, like, I want to be in a place where I'm not having to constantly fix my gaze because my response to situations is incorrect. it's not what the Lord is d- 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 instructing us to do. He's instructing us to never stop praying, to never stop the cycle of initiation and response with the Lord. And the only way to do that is by our subconscious and our conscious thoughts to line up with His thoughts. Um. Yep. Sorry. Um. So Philippians two five, in the Passion translation, is can I have a water? My mouth is like so cotton. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Um, Philippians two five in the Passion translation says, "And consider the example that Jesus, the Anointed One, has set before us. Let His mindset become your motivation." So let his mindset become your motivation. That word mindset is the same word that says think about the things of heaven. That word think and mindset is the same exact word. It's pro... he can't pronounce it. <laughs> um, but it's the same word in the Greek. Uh, let his mindset become your motivation. A mind. The definition of mindset is the established set of attitudes held by someone. A mindset is established. It's not something that you have to work towards and fix up. Like, it's established. Like, it's... We desire to have the mind of Christ. We desire to have a Christ-like mindset. And being mindful of things is your stepping stones to have this mindset of const- constantly and every second responding to the Lord in all situations um, so this is what it means to have just going to leave that there to have the mindset of christ it's whenever something happens whenever you get a late note notice bill or your car's about to be repoed or s- your roof caves in or you get heartbreaking news or your family members endangered or, or in the hospital or so whatever it may be what it means to have a christ-like mindset is the moment you hear about something, to respond with heaven's with with what heaven's response is. In in those moments, or uh, the moments that you will go into that fight or flight mode, like and be overwhelmed with stress and anxiety and all those kind of things. But like if our subconscious can be. In a way that the Lord is instructing us to be, think about the things of heaven, subconsciously think about the things of heaven. Okay. Really if we never take our eyes off him due to our feelings of an instinctual response, we don't have to fix our gaze because our eyes never left his. If we never take our eyes off him due to a our feelings of an instinctual response, We don't have to fix our gaze because our eyes never left his. If you're subconsciously letting your mind be infiltrated with fear and negative thoughts, of course that's going to be your instinctual response when something happens. But if you're constantly thinking about the goodness of God and resting in his peace over everything, that will become your instinctual response because that is a habit you are forming in your mind. There's there's two types of thinking, cog- cognitive and visceral. And you can use your cognitive thoughts, your conscious thoughts, your, your mind, you can be mindful and aware of what you're thinking of. You can discipline your thoughts to react to him um, and be consistent with it. Um, thinking consciously requires brain energy. I, it requires... Your your thoughts, it requires energy in your body. Your body, if we had to constantly think about put one foot in front of the other, put this foot, left foot, pick up your foot. If we had to constantly think about that, like our brain would get exhausted. Like think about how many steps you take in a day. So consciously thinking about something does require energy, but being intentional with our thoughts is how we take control of our subconscious mind. Um, The Bible says to be slow to respond, and that's so important because we never want to respond out of an incorrect mindset. Like, even if we do feel these stress and anxieties in the situations, like, we can be slow to respond and gather our thoughts um, and give those to the Lord. A way to turning mindfulness into mindset is by giving your responses that aren't of the Lord to the Lord Immediately, and making that your habit so your habit in your brain can become to just immediately respond to him. If you don't take your thoughts captive, they will take you captive. Habits are formed over time, not overnight. Um, the way you think has been formed out of what you have been choosing to think about. The way you think has been formed out of what you have been choosing to think about. So your subconscious has been formed out of your conscious thoughts. Um, back in that same chapter of Colossians 3, a s- few scriptures down, Colossians 3.10 says, Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. And I feel like that is like beautiful instructions on the scripture a few scriptures before of think about the things of heaven not the things of earth is to put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him so the key in having all the percent of your mind think about the Lord is to know him and be intentional about it and constantly thinking about him like you can you can go about your day and just talk to the Lord like and get to know him, and, in your secret place is, like, the, the main aspect of this is, like, you know, getting to know him, and, like, if you are constantly feasting on the word of the Lord, like, you're going to be thinking about it, like, if you, like, the word of the Lord is interesting and fascinating, and I know everyone's mind works different, but I know when I'm, like, constantly, like, digging in the word, like, when I'm going about my day, that's what I'm daydreaming about, like, is is his word, like the, I mean, if we constantly have to eat bread, like, if you don't eat bread, if you don't eat food, and you're hungry, it's, you think about it a lot, you're, I've said a million times when I'm hungry, I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry, it's like, it's what I'm thinking about, so if like, if, if the, if Jesus is the bread of life, then he is something we should constantly be eating, and constantly be thinking about, and if we are constantly eating of him, we're going to b- constantly be thinking about him because he's interesting. He's fascinating. He shows us things. He gives us revelation. this makes sense? Okay. Um, so put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. That word know is epigenosis. And it's n- uh, recognition, knowledge of a particular point, discernment, and intuition. This is knowledge gained through first-hand relationship. Side note, the origin of epigenosis is epigenosco, which is what Johnny talks about a lot, which which means to intimately know a husband, uh, intimately know as a husband knows his wife. But anyways, epigenosis. This is knowledge gained through first-hand relationship. And then the definition, it's intuition. It's and intuition is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. So there's things we know about the Lord that we don't really, like, have to dig into and discern anymore. Like, I know he's good. Like, there's nothing that's going to tell me the Lord's not good. Like, nothing. Um, and that's that's my intuitive thought, like, um, that's, that's, like, you know that, like, like, Nicole, when, if, oh, crap, oh, no, I'm going with this, (laughs) (laughs) um, there's things I know about Nicole, like, if Nicole puts this thing on her head, like, I know that she's about to use it to wrap and curl her hair. It's this little thingy. Like, I know little. I, like, I know things about her that she's about to do just because I know her, and I don't have to give it a second thought. Like, I just, I just know that about Nicole. Um, and same with my kid. If he's acting a, a certain way, like, I just I know what he's thinking. Like, I just I know my kid. And I don't have a husband, but I feel like, you know, like husbands and wives can have, like, communication without having to give a lot of words, you know? Um, Right? (laughs) Okay. Um, So put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know the Lord in a way where you don't even have to give it a second thought. that now. Um, so anyways, I, I really wanted to teach on this because the Lord was just putting it really on my heart to like make him a habit. Like yeah. make m- the way that I process things and the way that I think things and the way that I immediately react to things to be a habit. Like whenever I'm driving in a car and someone cuts you off, a lot of times someone's initial habit can be to yell at them or um, just, like, be upset and angry at them or something. Like, that can be our instinctual th- response. And whether we act on that response or anything, like, like that's where the mindfulness comes in. But, like, I just really want to get to a place where my instinctual response is the same instinctual response as Jesus. Like, because it says, like, to be, c- to have the mind of Christ. And, like, so, like, he wouldn't tell us that if it wasn't obtainable. Like, right? So, oh I just... I just feel like there's <laughs> I just feel like there's just like so much more that we can apply to our minds to respond better and think better and be more intentional. And I just and like how the in uh where it says never stop praying and like it, the, the no gaps, like no gaps in your response to the Lord. And like if you you know, you can waste, whether it's 10 seconds, 10 minutes, or an hour, like, I don't want to waste any time that I could have spent on him, spending on anxiety or fear, because the Lord made me, not anxiety and fear, so, like, the Lord deserves my mind, the Lord deserves my thoughts, and, like, your mind is beautiful, and it's complex, but it's also simple, but it's complex, and, like, if we're created in the image of God, like, you know, he created our minds to have this ability to mold it, like, there's like and some there's like there's some people say it's like once you're twenty five your mind's formed, you can't grow it anymore, but like your your mind is like plastic, like guess when you're younger, it's easier to form, but your mind isn't like a rock, like you can change your habits, that's why I'm, I mean, you can change your habits, and i just I just want my habit to be to constantly be in response to the Lord, and not only consciously think about him but subconsciously think about him because that's what he's telling us to do when he says think about the realities of heaven so anyways that's uh, that's all I got so Lord I just want to thank you for the wisdom that you impart to us I just want to thank you for being the example for us t- to be like. You're so good, Lord. And um, In Jesus' name, amen.